A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the Unplayable Podcast, ahead of the Sheffield Shield final between Western Australia and Victoria at the Wacker, beginning on Thursday. We're joined by a special guest from one of the sides who is no stranger to the podcast. In fact, he's already been on this season, which means he's probably had a pretty good year. He's the undefeated standing captain of Victoria. It's Will Sutherland. Will, congratulations. How does it feel to be back in Perth for another Shield final? Yeah, thanks, Jack. Um, yeah, very exciting. Uh, probably a slightly different feel to it um, you know, this year compared to last year, but um, nonetheless, great to be yeah, back in, a, in back-to-back Shield finals and, and hopefully a different result this year. The boys have been... Uh, unbelievable post BBL. Did you ever think when you took over the reins of the captaincy, uh, you'd be in this position, having won four games on the trot uh, with Peter Hanscom away, and and you'd be in another Shield final? No, definitely not. Um, yeah, it's caught caught me a bit by surprise. I think, which um, yeah, probably the um, low expectations probably worked in our favour a little bit. I think we had nothing to lose, sort of after Big Bash um, when I took the reins, and um, yeah, we've just played with you know a lot of freedom and. Um, built a lot of good momentum with nothing to lose and yeah, all of a sudden we've found ourselves in a, in a great position. Pete's obviously back this week from, from India from the Test Series. Was there any temptation to say, hey mate, just give us one more game, one a pretty good run here? Yeah, I was tempted to say that. Um, yeah, probably not, not in my rights to say <laughs> something like that. So um, no, it's, it's his team and um, yeah, he's batting very well at the moment and he was you know captaining us beautifully he captained us to the win um before he went away before big bash so you know i think you could you could look at it as though he started the the winning streak for us as well really so um great to have him back and how have you found the captaincy has it been something you've done before through juniors or representative cricket um yeah i've captained a lot sort of school cricket and um pathway stuff so um yeah Familiar to it a bit. Um, haven't captained much senior cricket, obviously, but yeah, I, I love captaining and um, yeah, definitely loved the last few months. Um, I think it, you know potentially is even made easier um, captaining senior cricket just because you're surrounded by quality players. Um, you know, you don't have to tell them as much what to do. Um, you know, they all know their game so well, and um, you know, you've got players like um, Marcus Harris, Trav Dean, John Holland to lean on out in the middle. So. Um, yeah, I think my role was made pretty easy, but um, yeah, I absolutely loved the, the last few months captaining. And talk us through sort of how it came about. Obviously, there's a few contenders, as you mentioned, uh, to take over from Pete when he got selected in the Australian squads. Uh, all the conversations like with, I imagine it was yourself, uh, Chris Rogers, the coach, David Hussey, Graham Manu even, potentially. Yeah, um, I think just given the, the squad's quite young, um, is potentially a a thing that helped me because I you know, can connect quite well with the younger players. So, um, and, and hopefully they're looking to the future a little bit there. It's something I'd love to do, um, you know, one day full time. So, um, yeah, very honoured that they um, looked to me to do it. Um, you know, they could have gone with Marcus Harris, but yeah, took a chance with me and yeah, very grateful. And, and as I said, yeah, I loved the, the experience. Well, it's certainly something you've uh, excelled at, mate. It's been great to watch. Uh, what have you sort of put this form down to so far post-BBL and even prior to that with the New South Wales game, uh, five wins under the trot to qualify for a Shield final. You mentioned uh, freedom before. It just seems like the group's playing with this immense confidence and, and discipline at the moment. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely that um, has probably come mainly from our bowling group. You know, such a young bowling group. Um, 
a couple of guys were going okay before um, Big Bash, but um, two in particular, um, maybe three, have hit their straps. Um, you know, Fergus O'Neill, Mitch Perry um, have both sort of found form. Um, you know, they can't miss those two at the moment. And John Holland as well was one that started bowling really well um, as well. So um, I think when you've got a bowling attack where pretty much every bowl is just in a good place, um, you know, it gives the opposition no um, respite. So, yeah, we're able to just keep coming um, the whole time. And, um, yeah, that, they, you know, the bowling attack probably led us. And, and Matt Short as well was another one that, um, you know, was a potentially a missing piece that just, you know, he's hit great form and back-to-back hundreds. You know, it's hard to lose games when he's batting like that. We had Matt Short, uh, guest on the podcast last week. Uh, he obviously talked about a bit of baseball being his inspiration. Um, you've you've mentioned that as well as kind of uh, a theme in your in your batting. Can you talk us through that and and how that sort of freedom going out there and just I guess playing, uh, looking to score and take the game on has helped your batting as well. Yeah, I probably can't do it as well as he can. Um, yeah, he's he's absolutely smacking him at the moment. Um, but I think, yeah, just that element of looking to score um, for me definitely helps me move better out in the middle. I think if I'm yeah, getting a bit defensive and, and sort of worried about getting out, that's when I can get into trouble. So, um, yeah, looking to score at all times and, and moving the game forward. Um, yeah, and, and to have you know England cricket team doing it like they are, it's good to sort of see that, you know, you're not the only one that's you know having that mindset out in the middle. When we had you on prior to the season, uh, if our listeners want to go back and listen to that, uh, we had Will on in, in September uh, prior to the domestic season. But uh, you said your batting output was a big focus for the season. You got 100 in that, that first game against South Australia at Karen Rolton Oval. Then you did quite well for the Renegades when you had an opportunity in the Big Bash. Uh, you're now batting at six for Victoria. Uh, is it the season you'd hope for batting-wise when we spoke to you that uh, early in the season? Um, I think overall I'd have to be happy. Um, you know, given I made a hundred first game, potentially I would have liked a, a few more bigger scores in there. Um, but yeah, it's a step in the right direction, and um, yeah, lucky to to be batting at six at the moment. So um, you know, I probably need to make a few more runs to properly lock down that spot. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's a it was a focus, and yeah, it, I'd have to be happy. It's a step in the right direction. So hopefully, it can continue trending upwards. 383 runs, uh, as I touched on, a career-best batting season, um, a career-best uh, bowling season, 36 wickets, and fielding as well, looking at those stats, nine catches. Uh, is it something you've been building towards for the last few seasons, this uh, this season that you've had? Um, I probably haven't looked at it like that. It's, um, yeah, just maybe an element of experience coming together. Um, haven't changed, you know, a whole lot um, either way. I think, you know, I've been bowling well. Um, for the last few seasons, so I'm happy with where that's going and um, just keep chipping away on that. I think, yeah, as, as we said, like the batting was the, the main thing that needed to improve and, yeah, proud of the way that I was able to do that. The county deal with Essex has just been announced as well. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the thinking behind heading over there? I imagine playing a season in, in England is something every young cricketer wants to do. Yeah, definitely. I've been talking about it for a while, um, whether it was club cricket or county cricket and um, luckily enough I was able to get um, the deal with Essex so yeah I think it was the, the time to go I've you know finished all my uni and um, yeah I think you know, in a good place with my with my cricket at the moment and um, just try and keep rolling through and obviously the ashes are over there so it's always a great time to be over there whether it's um, you know you give yourself a chance to um, be there if a few injuries happen or just to um, you know be around 
um, the UK when the Ashes is on is it's always pretty cool. So yeah, it was definitely time to to make uh, um, the move over there for a season. And you'll be linking up with the former Victorian bowling coach Mick Lewis. You must be looking forward to doing that and then getting back amongst around him. Yeah, Mickey's always a bit of fun. Um, yeah, he was probably a key um, factor in getting me over there. So grateful that you know he's still looking after me, and um, I loved um, my time with him as a bowling coach. So. Yeah, looking forward to doing some work with Mickey again. And you mentioned the Ashes. It's an Ashes year this year. Uh, you probably would have been on that Australia A Tour if you didn't sign this county deal with Essex. Uh, it's obviously very competitive, fast bowling-wise among the Australian squad and, and even that all-rounder spot as well. Um, the national setup, does it feel like something that uh, feels close or is it still a little way off in, in terms of your career? Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I think you try not to think it's close at all. Um, I always play my best cricket when I'm just focusing on the job at hand and, and trying to win games for um, for my state. So, um, yeah, selectors have been in touch, just, you know, rewarding or, you know, complimenting good performances. So it's nice to hear that, um, you know, they've got you on, on the radar a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think, as you say, there's so many good bowlers and, um, all-rounders at the moment in the Australian setup, so um, yeah, it's good. It makes you keep working hard, and um, yeah, it brings out the the best standard for Australian cricket. So it's it's definitely um, you know, exciting for the future. I imagine the message from uh, the selectors is just keep doing what you've been doing, making runs, taking wickets. Um, but it must be nice to know that they're watching and, and have you on the radar. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, nothing changes, um, which is what George Bailey said to me. So just keep trying to put performances on the board um but yeah as i said just you know the, the main thing is definitely you know this final this game and um you know when i get to essex trying to um, contribute and, and lock my spot down for them as well we touched on uh, mick lewis just before uh he probably started the journey with with this group of bowlers coming through at the moment that's now playing the shield final it's been continued on by adam griffith this season what sort of uh, new ideas has he brought to the the table, I guess, and and uh, sort of his input on the group this year? Yeah, Griff's been great. Um, yeah, he's a really calm head around the group. Um, yeah, great technical bowling coach, and um, also yeah, I loved the stuff he had um, for white ball as well. You know, he obviously coaches IPL cricket, um, so he had plenty for us in the limited over stuff. Um, but yeah, he's great. We had, we had a lot of great bowling meetings before games and. Um, yeah, he was great to, to lean on during games as well, just if we weren't quite hitting our lengths. So, um, yeah, we were very lucky to have Griff. Um, yeah, he's been with us for two years and, yeah, um, hopefully many more years to come. And last year, going to the Shield final, you took five wickets in that second innings against WA, obviously a drawn final, um, and WA got over the line on first innings bonus points. But that must give you a lot of confidence heading into the rematch uh, this season, knowing that you've, you've been in that sort of pressure situation before and performed quite well. Yeah, I think it definitely helps. Um, just the whacker in general, I've loved playing there um, for the last few years. So, yeah, nothing changes for me. Same length, same stuff. Um, but, yeah, nice to have a bit of confidence, I guess, that um, you know, finals just another game and I could do well last year. So um, hopefully I can contribute in a good way again this season. It's obviously a bit more of an experienced group going over this year. Um, can you feel that around the squad in Perth at the moment? And... A lot of players have been there before. Uh, they know what to expect. Is it a bit uh, a more confident feel going in this year? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think last year as well, um, you know, we played WA last game of the season and they um, absolutely smashed us. So um, I think that definitely dampened our, 
our feel leading into the final. Um, whereas this year we've been able to beat them, um, you know, last week and yeah, we continue to take that confidence into this game, I think. And yeah, just the way that um, everyone's in a really good place in their game and, um, you know, a lot of young players doing well, a lot of energy. So it's definitely a different feel and um, yeah, hopefully that shows in, in the result. You mentioned that win last week, first time Victoria's won at the Wacker since October 2018. Last year, uh, obviously heading into that that match, you'd already qualified for the Shield final. This year, uh, heading you needed a win to, to qualify. Does, did that that help in a way in getting that uh, that victory, I guess, and then added to that the confidence going into this week of having beaten them last week? Yeah, potentially. Um, I think if we won last year, we would have got a, a home final Um to you know, to play at the junction. So I think there was still plenty to play for. Um, so you know, I'd like to think that we were you know trying to win just as much in both games. Um, but yeah, I just as I said before, it's probably a slightly different feel um, than last year. I think just the amount of confidence and momentum the group's got. Um, yeah, it's yeah we're in a great place. And then you add Hanscom and, and Toddy Murphy coming back into the group as well. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. Well, all the best uh, for the final, Will. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been great to watch Victoria over these last five games. Five wins on the trot to qualify for the Shield final, as you mentioned. All the best and uh, looking forward to seeing you do well out there in the final. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.